This episode is brought to you by our top patrons, by that dirty little bear of a man, BJ DeBlow. He would have started his own podcast, but he was too chicken shit. And if you like the Open Micers podcast, but think Jay is too handsome, then check out the Jester's Court, hosted by Jason's fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn, found wherever podcasts are given away for free. Do you like retro video games? Then you should check out the Nerd Cave Retro on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can find podcasts. If you like the show, then you can join the Discord by going to the Nerd Cave Retro Twitter page and click the link at the top of the page. This podcast is also brought to you by the lovely people over at Patreon.com, including, but not limited to, Derek Diamond, Kathy Gutierrez Figueroa, and All Rob himself, Mr. Robbie Hennig. If you want to be as cool as them, go to www.openmikers.com. We'll take you straight to our Patreon. And we have a new website that's live. So if you want to go to openmikerspodcast.wixsite.com, we'll be buying a domain for that shortly. But that, now that's our free version of the website. Go check that out for some exclusive goodies. And let's start the episode. Here we go. Music can only mean one thing. It is time for the Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig. And today, we're going to talk about all the things that I just don't understand. <laughs> Parents just don't understand. The, 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 the great Will Smith once said, Parents just don't <laughs> understand. And, and then he slapped somebody much yeah. smaller than him <clears throat> directly after he said that. And today we're just going to figure out what parents don't understand. Because I'm a parent. You're not a parent. I'm a parent. What yeah. do I just not understand? I don't know. <laughs> well, we're going to find out. We are going to find out. So, ba- so basically, uh, BJ to blow. Or who, who was it? Oh, that it was, uh, it was Daniel Salmon, which is, uh, it, if you're a Patreon supporter of the uh, producer level, you get to be a part of our exclusive uh, producers production chat thread. And Facebook Messenger, which we are always in there talking about funny stuff. Um, Daniel Salmon, because uh, we asked everybody the other day what, what the topic should be tonight, because we wanted to do a hostful goodness episode, and one of the topics that was brought up by Mr. Daniel Salmon was things that younger generations like Jacob doesn't understand, because times have moved very quickly over the last 25 years or so. So I person and before we move on, talking about BJ DeBlow, you mentioned BJ DeBlow. I want to give a huge shout out to him, our unpaid intern himself, Mr. BJ, Mr. BJ DeBlow. Um, gave me some of our very own open micers roast coffee uh, from BRESCoffeeCo.com, and which was nice of him. And he also gave me uh, uh, a coffee mug with my very own initials on it. And he gave me some ghost pepper salt, which I'm going to make a short little video of me trying and dying as I try it. Yeah, see, that's a lot of things to give you when we don't pay him. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't buy this with money that we gave to him. Yeah, it wasn't, from, wasn't with money from us. It was his very own hard-earned dollars that he got me that stuff. So thank you, Mr. BJ, to blow. I'll be drinking my lovely coffee out of that mug, which I don't have any coffee tonight because I have to work in the morning and it's too late and I'm old. And if I drink coffee right now, I'll be up all night. Yeah, You'll have to get up in the middle of the night to pee again. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, here's the thing. I went to BuzzFeed. I, I actually, I went to Google and I typed lists of things that uh, Gen Z doesn't understand. And one of the first hits I got was a BuzzFeed article. And I figured we could go through these one by one. And see if you understand any of these. And I might have a few myself I might throw in here. And we'll see that's, what happens. That's fine by me, big dog. We'll, uh, we'll see how smart I really am. <laughs> I'll show me. All right. So here we go. At number one, we have meeting up with a friend at the movies and having no way to communicate once you've left the house. Your, your friend doesn't show. Is he coming? Should I continue to wait and stand at the precise spot we agreed on? Has he died? Did he forget? I'll call home using a payphone and hope my mom is there to tell me whether he left a message on the answering machine. Yeah, I don't, I don't, 
I don't get. Well, I understand that there's no cell phones, but I don't understand. But you've never lived in a world without cell phones, though. So you've always had a way to communicate with somebody. Yeah. Okay, so like if if you're if you're supposed to get picked up at a t- at a time and your friend doesn't show up at the movies, then you're just shit out of luck. Yeah, you're just like, well, do I wait here, or do I call on? A, I, I got to find a. Do I leave and find a payphone and risk missing them if they come by the the spot we agreed on? Like that. That was the world we lived in back before you were born. So basically, like if a friend of yours was running ten minutes late. They could have just like they could have died in a car accident. You wouldn't know. Yeah, exactly. Like you would never know. You would just be standing there for hours waiting, and your friend would be dead, and you would have no idea. Okay, well, I, I mean that makes sense. I'm glad I don't have to deal with that, but I I understand it. And speaking of phones, here's one I wanted to ask you: Have you ever, as a Gen Zer, have you ever encountered a rotary phone? Um, let me think about that. I feel like I have, to be honest. Well, for well, it might not be a fair question because my mom actually used to work at a thrift store, so there was all kinds of old shit that came through there. And I think that they had a rotary phone at one point that didn't work that I just like played with. But I I know how to dial a rotary. I phone. I was gonna like, ask like if you if you if it's an emergency situation. And all that was around was a rotary phone. Would you know how to dial nine one one? Yeah, that's that's something that my my mom did show me how to do on a rotary phone. <laughs> that is, is that would phone. suck if rotary phones were still around. Like you, you're like in an emergency situation. You're like dial nine one one. It's like and then you get finally get nine one one on the on the phone. Like that would suck. Yeah, see, that's that's why life expectancies have grown <laughs> since since the nineteen eighties. Because I, my aunt, my great aunt Eva, um, who lived right down the street from us, and I used to do a lot of stuff for her when I was a kid. You know, she was an old lady; she lived by her by herself, and I used to cut grass for her and everything, and go get groceries for her and stuff. She had a rotary phone until the day she died in two thousand five. Like this was 2005 and she still had a rotary phone and and that thing was older than me. Like she bought that thing like in the seventies, probably. That's what's up. Yeah. So they were still a thing until not too long ago. Uh, let's see. Number two, a quote. Let's all meet back here at six. Looks at watch. I've got four thirty-five. What time do you have? Yeah, well, because you you had to, there was no, like, universal time, like, on phones. Like, you had to set your own watch. Yeah. Do you know how yeah. to get the, did, do you know how to, did you know how we got the correct time back then? I uh, know. We actually had to call a number, and I don't remember what it was. I think it was, like, 777 or something like that. You could, there was this number you could call. And it would give you the local time, exact time, and the weather. <laughs> and there was, it was a specific number you called. This is the first time I've ever heard of this. Yeah, if you wanted the, like, if the power went out in your house and all the clocks went dead, you would literally have no way to tell what time it was unless you called the specific number to get the correct time. Yeah. But if your power was out, how did the phone work? Well, phones don't use power. Oh, it was a phone line. Yeah, it's a phone line. Phone oh, lines don't need okay. electricity. I mean, they ah. do, but they're on a separate thing. Okay. All right. So you oh, had- so you could you could call like your neighbors and be like, "Your power's out." Yeah, yeah, we did that all the time. Like I would, I, we'd our power would go out. I would call my grandparents down the street, be like, "Hey, is your power out?" Yeah, no, I I had no clue that that was a thing. Really? So that's an, that's one uh, thing you didn't know about was calling the the whatever that number was. It was like yeah. seven eight nine or so. I don't remember what it was. Somebody old, older than me will remember and and let us know in the comments. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of someone older than you I can pick on, but let me I don't, Google I don't know. that. What was the number 
to call for the time. Uh, here we go. Uh, remember when you call a number? Let's see, what was it? It was... Uh, it doesn't say. It's just a long-ass article. It's probably different for every, like, state. Yeah, probably. It probably was like seven seven seven. Yeah, because it was like but, it was like a nine one one. It was like a three digit number or something yeah. you could call. Well, that's two things I didn't know is you, you could call that number and that phone lines were separate from power line. I didn't yeah. realize either of those things. Do you understand? Be uh, be kind. Please rewind. Oh yeah, dude. Like the way that I grew up. So being poor in the two thousands was like living in the nineties. <laughs> so we didn't have a DVD player. Like, I, I, I was alive around the time where I remember the transition between VHS and DVD and that my parents didn't trust it. <laughs> like, they wouldn't they, buy DVDs. What do you mean they don't trust it? They didn't trust it, dude. They wouldn't buy DVDs because they're like, well, in two years, this DVD thing's just a fad and we're going to go back to VHSs. <laughs> so we're just going to keep buying VHS tapes and dude, not buy the fucking DVD. Once DV people found out DVDs were like better quality and they had like special features, like it was over for VHS. Like VHS stood no chance. Not my parents, dude. They did the same thing with Blu-rays when Blu-rays came out. They're like, it's just like the DVDs. We're not getting a fucking <laughs> Blu-ray. Yeah, but the thing about Blu-ray is they don't put near the special features they used to put on DVDs. Yeah. Back in the day, like DVDs are so much better in my mind than Blu-ray is. I mean, yeah, the picture's better, quality is better, but man, as far as like the special features and stuff go, you couldn't beat DVDs. Yeah. Like, yeah. So no, I, I definitely understand Be Kind Rewind. And I definitely understand like the trauma of your VHS player like eating your favorite movie. <laughs> yeah. Like you pull it out and it's just black tape, and you're like, no. <laughs> and they're, and they're, I, they were really hard to put back in. They weren't like impossible you know, cassette tapes where you could put. Do you understand the cassette tape where if the cassette tape got eight, yeah. you had to put the pencil you can take in a, it, a pencil and yeah. rewind it. Yeah, you couldn't do that with VHS tapes. Like it was once that once that genie was out of the bottle, the the you know the black tape. Once it was ripped out, like that was it. There was no getting it back in correctly. Yeah, dude. I remember one time when I was like five six years old my v uh vcr like eight tapes consistently mm. but it, it ate like every other tape so we could watch something to be okay <laughs> but the next tape's gonna get eight that's why you keep and a crap I, tape around and just put the crap yeah. tape in every other tape <laughs> but but i was a kid so i wasn't keeping up with it and i put in digimon the movie which was like my favorite movie at the time and it just like <laughs> destroyed it i mean it strode it all over the fucking floor that sucks yeah uh, right. rest in peace digimon the movie uh number five having to buy the entire album to get one song you like or else wait for it to come on the radio and record it wait you can record off the radio yeah you don't remember you never recorded a song on the ra off the radio onto a cassette tape no i would um I would have my grandma, so I didn't grow up with cable, but my grandma had cable, so I would have her tape cartoons for me on VHS tape, but I, I don't know about recording uh, radio. Okay, so back in the 80s, we had dual cassette decks where you could tape from one tape to another, so you'd wait for your favorite songs to come on the radio. Like, you would sit there with a recorded, record ready to go, and it paused. Soon as the uh, song came on, and hopefully... You didn't have a talkative DJ talking over half the freaking song. So you would record the song and then you would just take that and then switch it out to the other tape deck, put a tape in and you could tape that song onto another tape and you would do that every time for new songs. So you would have a complete mixtape of the different songs that you like that you taped off of the radio. Yeah, I had no idea you could tape off the radio. Yeah. Did it no all the idea time. at all. That's original I, piracy. Yeah, I I understand buying a whole album for the one song you want. I mean that's that's never changed. Like that's that's still like to the age of CDs. You're gonna yeah. have to buy the whole fucking album to get the one song. Yeah, but these days people are just putting out singles. Like people don't really put out albums yeah. too much anymore. 
Well, to be fair, I don't listen to any kind of music that people put out singles for. Yeah. Like the kind of music <laughs> I still listen to are bands and bands put out albums. Yeah. Love <laughs> album. All right. Number six. Too, number six. Taking pictures and then waiting for them to be developed to see if they turned out okay. No, I remember this. Like, like I said, my, I have essentially grew up in the 90s. My parents would still, um, they would, my dad would film on a giant recorder uh, Christmas every year until about 2007 and have them on VHS tapes right out of the recorder. And we would have like digital cameras or no, not digital. We had digital cameras eventually. I think right before we got our digital camera, we had like little um, like film cameras. I guess, yeah, with like the little rolls of film in it. And they would take them to Walmart to get developed. And um, I remember one time, like the people gave them a hard time there because they were developing film and there was a picture of a naked baby in one of the pictures. <laughs> and they were like, hey, this is porn and we can't develop this. And my dad was like, if you think that's porn, we're going to fight right now because you're a fucking sicko. <laughs> like, Dude, he people got used to mad. take pictures of their naked babies all the time. Dude, just naked yeah. pictures of me as a baby. Oh, yeah, me too, for sure. But like, that's like their cross section of the times to where it's like they're still getting film developed and everyone else's minds are changing <laughs> past that. People are dumb anyway, though. Uh, yeah, let's yeah. see. Uh, number seven, slamming down the receiver on a landline telephone. I'm, I miss this. I feel like there should still be a, a way to do this. I loved slamming the phone down on people. Dude, when I, so I had a flip phone all through high school. I, I didn't get a smartphone until my senior year of high school. So I had just this flip phone Nokia, or not Nokia, this flip phone Samsung phone. And I could still do that to people. I wouldn't hit the hang up button. I would just slam my yeah. phone shut and it, and it would do it. It'd be like a loud pop on the other end. And there's nothing bet. There was nothing better than being so pissed off at somebody that you would just slam the phone like four or five times, just like blam, blam, blam. And you know, they're still hearing it because yeah. especially if they called you, it doesn't automatically hang up for them when you do the, uh, when you hang it up. So they get yeah, to they hear you slam the, the phone in their ear like multiple times. Yeah. So like satisfying. See like a scene out of Goodfellas or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, ha of course you would know this one. Having a three-ring binder of CDs for road trips. Oh, absolutely, dude. I, I miss having this, the three-ring binder because I just have stacks of fucking CDs in my girlfriend's <laughs> car now. <laughs> I need a binder still, to put them all you in. You still bring CDs? Yeah, well, I do this because my girlfriend is uncultured because she she doesn't know any of my music, any of my TV shows, anything like that. So I have tons of CDs in the cars to put in to show her that music, to like show her like Stone Temple Pilots or um, I have a Bare Naked Ladies CD in there. Or I have a, I have a yeah, Wu-Tang Clan CD in there. <laughs> Specifically Wu-Tang. I have the the best fucking Wu-Tang Clan CD in there. Oh, it's yeah. Wu-Tang is for the children. Hell yeah, dude. I, it's, it's the one with uh, Cream and Protect Your Neck on it. The, the 36 yeah, Chambers 36 or something Chambers, like yeah. that. Yeah. Love dude. that album. Yeah. I, so I, I show her music like that, and she's just like, this is music. <laughs> your RZA, your razor. Hit me with the major, the damage, my plan, understand the big flavor. Yes. Love it. All right, here we go. Parents not knowing where the kids are and trusting them not to get in the trouble. So, I do know this. Um, because this, I'll tell you this, this is... like, my brother, who was uh, five years older than me, you know, they had a couple of kids, and, man, they were, like, super helicopter parents with my nephews growing up. And I'm like, man, you got to cut the apron strings and let them get into some trouble every once in a while. Yeah, it, and it's so weird how much has changed, too, because I, I work with kids, so I, I know that, like, kids that still do this, that'll still, like, go home and, or, like, and then take their bike and go somewhere else and then be home by supper or some shit like that, and their when parents was just kid, don't know where they are. My mom would be like, just go outside, and I would just leave and not come back for, like, days, <laughs> you know? 
like call from my friend's house down the street. Like I'm staying here tonight. Okay. And that was right. it. Yeah. And just the other day we were talking about a parent who let her kid do that and about how fucked up it is. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't just not know where your kid is and then when they get home just be like where were you yeah like you get nowadays you have to know where your fucking kid is dude because someone's gonna snatch that kid yeah I'm, I'm but people take it to the extreme though like you know like my son i remember my nephews were little little kids and they were they, you know like maybe between five and ten years old and we were at my mom's house and they were here for the weekend and, you know, my nephews are just, like, out in the yard playing. Like, just, just out in the yard with a couple of our cousins, you know, their, their cousins, our cousins or whatever, little kids. And they're just, like, watching out the window like a hawk. I'm like, they're just in the yard. They're not going anywhere. Like, let them be kids. Yeah, the yard's okay, especially if you're a long way from the road. Yeah, but- like. They're not anywhere near traffic. Just let them play. But if you have like a 10-year-old kid that's taking their bike to you don't know where, (laughs) that can't be happening anymore, dude. We would take our bike and go like hours away when I was a kid. Yeah, but how many pedophiles were there in 1980 versus 2020? Oh, I'm sure there were just as many back then as there were now. You think? It was a lot easier for them to get away with it back then than it is today. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know, man. I just feel like there's more. I don't know. I think 90% of people were molested like back back in the day at some okay. point. Yeah, I guess so. Were you molested? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that means no, because if you were molested, you would know. But. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I would. Uh, let's see, um, making plans to meet friends, uh, and having to commit because you didn't have mobile phones to ask where they were, how far, and if they were still coming. That's the same thing as the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Same, pretty much the same thing. Oh, do you know how to use the card catalog in the library? The card Dewey catalog? decimal system. Do you know what the Dewey decimal system is? Oh, I learned the Dewey decimal system because I volunteered at the Van Cleef public library for two days. Oh. Oh, good for you. Yeah, that was like, we had to learn the Dewey Decimal System. Like That was yeah. required learning. So I learned the Dewey Decimal System because part of the library at that point still worked on the Dewey Decimal System, but there's a new system now. They don't do Dewey Decimal anymore. They do a, a whole new system. It's all, I mean, it's all computers now, isn't it? You just go type, because like it was at the, when I was in college and they started the, they went from the Dewey Decimal System when I was in college to computer terminals and you just walked up to the computer terminal, typed in, you know, the name of a book and it told you where it was in the library. I'm sure there is that. And you can just take it up to the librarian and they'll scan it and tell you, you know, whatever the fuck, but they still have, at least as, as of the last time I went in a library six, seven years ago, they have like little like color coordinated, whatever, like charts on the bookshelves and stuff on the books for their new like system. Yeah. So, you know, where wherever. Hmm. Yeah. Do, uh, do you know how we got around without GPS navigation? Maps. Yeah, of course. Like that's dumb. Uh, 13, yeah. the frustration of cassette tapes getting mangled. We talk about that. Mm-hmm. Ah, here's one turning the dial on the TV to change the channel. Oh yeah. You got to get up and turn the dial. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have uh, remote controls when I was a kid. I was the remote control. My dad's like, "Go turn yeah. the channel." Uh, you're you're pretty you're closer to my dad's age than my age. When my dad was a kid, well, when he was a teenager, so you would you would have been a little kid. My dad was the antenna. Yeah, me and my brother he were would, too, because we would have to go out like one of because our antenna thing broke. You know the the uh thing that used to have a box inside your house for the antenna and you would turn it where you wanted it to go like what direction and the motor would move the antenna to what direction you wanted it to go in ours burned out the motor so we would have to me and my brother one of us would have to go out on the side of the house and actually manually turn it and while the other one was inside screaming at the other one, like when it finally came, picture finally came in, be like, "Okay, stop." 
yeah that my dad was the youngest so they sent him outside to do the antenna and they'd tell him to stay there because if he let go of it the, the yeah. picture would go out <laughs> so he would just stay there watching through the window <laughs> at his family watching the tv oh that sucks <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you're the youngest of seven i think yeah dad brian lauren steve aunt diane a youngest of five yeah, once we got yeah. cable, that was that was over and done with. Yeah. I was like 13 when we finally got cable. Uh, let's see, I, number 15. Checking the payphone change return for any forgotten coins. Oh, I still do that with soda machines. Oh, I do too. <laughs> all the time. Just, just click it just in case. <laughs> uh, here we go, number 16. Not being able to binge a show unless you literally recorded a bunch of episodes from TV onto a bunch of VHS tapes. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, we would always, our only option to watch TV was to be at home at 8 o'clock. Yeah. You know, for, until we got direct TV when I was like 14. I still have a bunch of old VHS tapes that have like old episodes of uh, Buffy and uh, um, like uh, uh, Smallville. Because yeah. I used to love to watch those. It was like Wednesday night appointment watch for me, but sometimes I'd have to work. But even if I didn't work, I would still record the whole night of shows because you'd have Buffy, Angel, and Smallville. And I just have a bunch of tapes full of those episodes. Dude, we should get together at some point and do a commentary off of the random, like, unmarked VHS tapes that I have here at my house. Okay. <laughs> because what's on most of them is old cartoons of X-Men, old Spider-Man, old Batman from, like, the 90s, um, uh, Tiny Toons, uh, all the good shit is on awesome. there. Plus, uh, the commercials, too. Yeah, that's all the what old, I'm... All the old commercials. That's what I want to see is commercials. Yeah, dude. Uh, having to say BRB to all your friends on MSN because your mom wanted to make a call and then having to disconnect from the internet and dial back up when she was done. Oh, yeah, I had dial-up. Okay, yeah. I think all of us had dial-up. A lot of us you know, here in the South had dial-up mm -hmm. a lot longer than most people. Right. Yeah, we had no other choice because we live out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Yeah. So it was either dial-up or no internet. I didn't get dial I didn't get inter cable internet till like 2004, I think. Yeah. Uh, see, the difficulty of not being able to instantly find the answer to questions. Here's a big one. Because when I was a kid and you couldn't remember somebody like an actor in a movie, unless somebody else in your household remembered said actor from said movie, you were shit out of luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you couldn't find it in an encyclopedia or a dictionary, then yeah. you're. But. And that's the thing, like, if I was doing homework and I'd ask my mom and dad a question, like, oh, what's a rhinoceros? They'd be like, go check the encyclopedia, because everybody had encyclopedias. Or they would yeah. tell you to go look it up. Like, and you would have to literally go look it up in books, whatever you were trying to find. Yeah, I've, I've, luck I've been lucky enough to be, like, the know-it-all kid my whole life. So I didn't have that many questions. I was the one, like, answering questions for people. Uh, let's see. There used to be nine planets in the solar system. Oh, yeah, dude. I was in school when they kicked poor Pluto's ass out of the fucking <laughs> solar system. There's what still the hell, a debate man? going on right now on whether or not they're actually talking about making Pluto a planet again. We can't. It's done. <laughs> we already deplanetized Pluto. Whatever. I cannot fucking talk today, dude. I am stuttering so much. Hey, don't feel bad. Me either. Uh, going to the arcade and playing games like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I never had the opportunity to play either of those on an actual machine. Um, closest I've ever gotten was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Is that the one with Stuck in Time or whatever? Yeah, Turtles in Time. Um, yeah, they had that uh, cabinet at Golden Gate Skate in Diaberville. Yeah, so, I uh, talk about that often on Nerd Cave Retro, that uh, they still yeah. had the Ninja Turtles right there, right up at the very front of the yeah. Golden Gate Skate rink. So that's, I haven't played many actual cabinets, but yeah. Let's see, number 21, how great MySpace was. 
I had a MySpace for a little while. I created one in high school, ironically. And I was trying to get everyone else in my high school to make a MySpace. And I was the only one who did it. <laughs> I had a MySpace for a while. It was pretty good. And then I started to learn how to code and put the pictures in there. And I thought I was a complete hacker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number 22. Here's a big one. Did you ever get to experience just Saturday morning cartoons? Oh, Dude, I would make a point to get up at 8 a.m. every morning, baby, for the Fox Box Rocks. Nice. And we've talked we've talked about this before, and I know that you don't know the Fox Box Rocks, but the Fox Box <laughs> did rock, baby. It had <laughs> it had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it had Ultimate Muscle, uh Shaman King, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. They would show reruns of that just to complete the Fox Box. Boy, did that rock. They had Kirby, Sonic X. Sonic X is a great fucking anime. And yes, it's an anime. I will not back down from that. I love my Saturday morning cartoons. And I was like seven years old when they took them away. When they stopped yeah. doing Saturday morning cartoons. When I was a kid back in the early 80s, that's all there was, was sat cartoons on Saturday morning. And if you slept in late, you were shit out of luck for cartoons for the whole week because they did not show cartoons any other time except for Saturday mornings until, until Fox uh, Network started in, what, 86, I think? And yeah. we got a local Fox station here. And they started playing in the afternoons. They had G.I. Joe, Thundercats. Um, what else did they show? I remember they had like Adam's Family, Leave It to Beaver. And uh, they had a couple other cartoons too, like Transformers, I think. Uh, Transformers and Silverhawks. And that was the afternoon lineup when they first started. And I was in freaking heaven because every afternoon after school, I got to come home and watch cartoons. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I remember like I would cry my eyes out if I woke up at nine instead of eight because eight o'clock was when Ninja Turtles came on and kicked everything off. But like, man, I cannot miss fucking Ninja Turtles. Dude, I, I know to, I didn't miss Ninja Turtles. I used to set my alarm for six o'clock in the morning so I could get up, catch all the cartoons because cartoons were from like six to 11. And at 11 o'clock was when you were... Uh, so, we got lucky a little bit with OG Readmore for a while, and uh, he came on at 11, but then most of the time, it was uh, 11 o'clock was Wide World of Sports, and as soon as that started, it was like, well, cartoons are done. We're over with yeah. now. Right, yeah. Time to pack it in. Yep. So I'd wake up super early to catch all the cartoons, as many as I could. We got to tell you guys about B-Res Coffee Company. That's right. B-Res Coffee is a small business established here on the Gulf Coast that was created for gamers by gamers. Whatever kind of coffee you like, they got you covered. Like the out-of-this-world chocolate and caramel flavored roast. Or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast. You can even get your very own Open Micers Roast of Coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too. So head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off of your order. Uh, here's one that is near and dear to my heart. Circling pictures of toys in the Sears catalog as a Christmas list. Yeah, not Sears. Uh, I did it for Family Dollar because we were poor. <laughs> I would circle pictures of toys and the family dollar thing they sent in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucked up. <laughs> it is fucked up, but that was, you know, hey, I, I didn't want for a single thing in my childhood. So you Everything... never, you never got any of the like JCPenney catalogs or the Sears catalog, the oh. big thick ones. They'd come in the mail in like August. And you would just be like, your hands would be shaking. You're like, it came, it came. And then you're like yeah. flipping through and looking at all the toys. You're like, I want this and this. And I would circle like 50 things and I'd get maybe one. Right. But, but see, luckily, most everything I circled, I got. Because I, I understood where we were at. So I would, I would circle a bop bag. You know, the, the bop bags you fill up with water or sand and you can just you bop it. 
you know, you punch it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd get, you know, circle a bot bag. I'd get maybe uh, not a Lego brand something, but like a knockoff Lego brand, like Star Wars, something like you can build or some shit yeah, like you that. Get like, you would get the uh, Mega Blocks. Yeah, not, not even that. Like I had like this Darth Vader. Uh, it, it started as a spaceship and you it, it also but it was also Darth Vader. So you like undo the spaceship and it's a Darth Vader action figure and then you can redo it as a spaceship like shit like that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah uh, like, I mean, I was cool with dollar store toys. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, number 24 MTV played music videos, had music discussion shows and had news about music 24 hours a day at, at one point. Yeah, I I know about this. I've never been able to experience it. But I will say, I as much as I miss music videos being on MTV, the the early reality shows that they did, kind of fucking great. I was never a big fan of the uh, the MTV reality shows. So I wasn't either. But then I started giving some a shot. Like I eased myself into it. I started with the Ultimate Fighter, right? The reality show about MMA fighting. Of course, I'm going to be into that. And then, so you never got, got to, to you never got to experience any of the cool '90s stuff um, on MTV, like uh, the Max or the the Head uh-huh. or Liquid Television, uh-huh. anything like that. No, Beavis and Butthead, like the original run. Oh. Obviously, I, I know I know Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, I and I'm a diehard I'm a diehard Jackass fan too. So yeah. like, you know, Jackass stuff like that. Uh, and here we go. Uh, having no uh, to properly time getting a drink and snack. Before... What just happened? Oh, you... Uh, you cut out a little bit. Um, have, having to having to properly time getting a drink and snack before the ad break on TV finished. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, it, it, commercials like you had that two minutes and thirty seconds or however long to go to the bathroom and then get a snack or drink. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. I have something to play and I want you to let me know if you uh, know what this is. Okay. Times starting Monday on channel seven. Here we go. Do you know what that sound is? No. Ah, oh, dude, that was the CBS special presentation logo uh, intro that uh, they would do for all the special presentation stuff, especially the Christmas stuff, like, you know, Charlie Brown, um, like all the Christmas stuff, they, they like the holiday stuff they would do, like, you know, uh, it's Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown and, mm-hmm. and Rudolph the Red-Nosed reindeer, reindeer. So when you heard that logo, like, it was time to shut up, like the show was on. Yeah, no, I, that definitely passed me by. And that was like you heard if you heard if you were in the kitchen and you were getting a drink or whatever, and you heard that, like you were like hurtling uh, furniture to get to to the living room to to catch it. Right. You didn't want to miss anything. Doing straight parkour over the couch. All right, here here's let me look up something else real quick, uh, and I want to see if you understand who this is. All right. And I don't think we'll get eight count for this. Uh, Even if we do, fuck YouTube. <laughs> bang, bang, bang! Oh, howdy, partner. Time for timer. Do you ever get that hungry feeling after school? Boy, I do. I'm so hungry, I could eat a wagon wheel. When I'm slow on the draw and I need something to chaw, I anchor for a hunk of cheese. When my ten gallon hats are feeling five gallons flat, I got something planned, which is little, little cheese, cheese sandwiches. sandwiches. Come on! Here's a great little snack to tide you over till dinner. If you want something delicious and nutritious, cheese is a super snack. Look, a wagon wheel. 
When we get up and go has got up and went, a hanker for a hunk of cheese. When I'm dancing, I hold down and my boots kind of slow down, or any time I'm weak in the knees. I hanker for a hunk of, a slab or slice a chunk of, a snicker is a winner, and yet won't spoil my dinner. I hanker for a hunk of cheese. Yahoo! Have you ever heard that in your entire life? No. Wow. You never heard Time for Timer? No. I don't know what that is. They used to play those in between cartoons on ABC. Okay. And a lot of times it would be like uh, PSAs uh, in between uh, the cartoons, but a lot of them, because, and this was sort of a PSA because I, I don't know if you know, like back in the 80s, they had this huge push for uh, people to eat cheese and dairy products. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the then, whole got milk thing. Yeah, and then they did the, like, you heard of government cheese, right? The reason oh, that, yeah. that started is because we had a surplus of cheese back in the 1980s because of some of the decisions that, you know, the, the Department of Agriculture made or blah, blah, blah. We ended up with, like, this huge surplus of cheese. So they made this huge push. Um, the government, like, made this huge push to make people eat more cheese. And they, the, the cheese that the government made, I don't know what they put in it. That stuff But that shit good. is good. <laughs> that they're, makes some really good cheese sandwiches. I, I think they're getting rid of some extra cheese and some extra crack because <laughs> that shit is the best. Yeah, I, I, I loved uh, cheap cheese back in the day. Uh, I don't know. I can't really think of anything else off the top of my head that uh, you wouldn't understand, like something from from my childhood. Okay. Well, lucky for you, Jason, I also pulled up an article for you. Okay. Now we can just go through. We won't go through all of it because there are a few things that might not apply to you. And, and there's 40 things on the list. <laughs> okay. It says 40 things you won't believe baby boomers still do. I'm not a boomer. <laughs> and I just want to see if you still do these things, Jason. I'm not a boomer, you jackass. I'm not I'm barely Gen X. I'm an exennial. <laughs> well, well, we'll just see if you do these things and maybe you are a baby boomer. Okay. <laughs> so potpourri is a staple in all of their houses. Do you have potpourri? No. <laughs> okay. My mom and dad mom do. <laughs> Malls are retail meccas for them. Do you still go to the mall? Uh, I go to the bookstore, but I don't really go to the mall yeah. for anything. Yeah, I think that that means like getting like your clothes from the mall, like Dude, I spend can... it all day at the mall. Everything I wear comes from the thrift store. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've bought anything new in years. Yeah, I'm still 12. Like if my mom doesn't buy it, I'm not. Yeah, and I work it. at a t-shirt shop, so. If I want a t-shirt, I'll just make myself one. Right. They're easily taken in by conspiracy theories. Oh, God, my parents are, yeah. <laughs> this is definitely you, though. I feel like you're into a lot of conspiracy like theories. Like what? What conspiracy theories am I into? You believe in aliens. I, oh, here's the thing. I, I think of there's a possibility... numerically there's there's a chance that there has to be aliens like there's just the universe is too big and too infinite to not have other life out there in the universe like just numerically it makes no sense that we would be the only life in the universe okay yes whether that life has been here to anally probe people i don't know that, I, right. I'm agnostic that way. Like, is there a God? I don't know. Are there aliens? But, I don't know. But if you can prove to me with, with evidence, like hard, concrete evidence that these things exist, I will believe. Uh, yeah, because I was about to say, you asked my mom for that book on the uh, Pascagoula uh, alien site. I find it fascinating. Like, I love the thought of alien abductions. I, I love the paranormal. But I'm not going to believe 100% until I know something concrete. Okay. But it's fun cool. to, to think about that stuff. 
24-hour news networks are the only reliable source. I said it back in the 90s that 24-hour news networks are going to be the ruination of society. Yeah. Crocs all the way. You wear Crocs? Uh, no. I used to wear them when I worked in the kitchen when they were originally meant to be uh, kitchen footwear when I was a cook. Yeah, I don't, ugh, Crocs make your feet stink, though, don't My they? girlfriend wears them. <laughs> I can't do Crocs, man. Here's, here's one that's definitely me. Procedural police shows are all the drama they need. <laughs> I fucking love police shows. Blue Bloods is fucking great. Any of the Law and Orders, Dude, I, I fucks with them. I don't like like real like TV shows based off like real life stuff. Like I just don't like it. Castle, Castle, never, dude. Never saw an episode. Like I oh love uh, Nathan Fillion, but I never saw an episode of that. Like I don't like procedurals. I don't like medical dramas. I don't like police dramas. I just don't watch any of that stuff. Medical dramas I don't do, but police dramas definitely. Like, Which is crazy, because I hate police. Like, statistically, I should have seen an episode of CSI at this point, because they've been yeah. on for, like, 30 years. I've never seen a single episode of CSI. Like, I don't not... I have no idea what that show's about. Me neither, but NCIS Los Angeles, specifically, great fucking show, dude. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Never seen them. Uh, this is definitely you. Knickknacks liven up their homes. Um, I I know you got knickknacks. Well, I mean, if you talk about stuff like this, like I've got my you know my little Cubert uh, arcade here, that, like things yeah. like this scattered around the house. Okay, but, this is the rest of these are kind of weird. Uh, dry toast versus avocado toast. Yeah, who eats dry toast? <laughs> yeah, this is this is definitely written by somebody who's just wanting to shit. I mean, don't on. get me wrong. I love some toast, but toast has got to have stuff on it. Yeah. Oh, do you send emails outside of work or business? No. <laughs> who sends emails unless it's business related? Oh, dude, this one is so my mom. Storing away paperwork might come in handy. <laughs> well, I keep certain paperwork. But my mom, mm -hmm. my mom still has, like, she gave me, uh, she gave me something not too long ago. Um, something electronic from, like, the 90s. And she still had, the, like, the paperwork for it. Yeah. Like yeah, she my keeps everything. She will not throw away anything. That's my mom, dude. She will keep like just receipts for just going grocery <laughs> shopping. I'm like, this she's like it, it might be good for my taxes. No, it yeah. won't. It's your grocery <laughs> shopping. Uh yeah, that's TV dinners. Me. What's your thought on TV dinners? I love me a good day. TV dinner, man. TV dinners have gotten really good the last few years. Those mega bowls from Banquet. Dude, those things are the shizzle. I do like Banquet. I like just the Banquet, like, giant, and just full of steroids, fried chicken <laughs> breasts that they have. Just, like, bigger than any fried chicken breast you've ever fucking seen. That is my TV dinner. Dude, those Banquet mega bowls are really good. Some, uh... Let's see, what else do I get? I, I get some of the banquet stuff every once in a while. Uh, bar soap is better. You use bar soap? I use uh, black, black soap, African black soap for my face. And I use uh, loofah and uh, um, body soap for my body. <laughs> Bro, you use blackface? That's so tacky. <laughs> I'm going to get canceled because I use black soap, <laughs> African black soap on my face. Yeah. No, I use bar soap for everything. And let me tell you, I, I smell good. I smell good because, <laughs> you, you know, I don't need any of the, the fruity body washes or anything like that. And here's the thing. 
you can't wash your dingus with a body wash. You got to just take some soap to it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I used African black soap for that, too. I'm hoping maybe some of the African will rub off on it. <laughs> <laughs> if you just tug it with some hot water yeah. for a little while. Yeah. But the reason I started sure using that. the African black soap is uh, my doctor told me to start using it because I, I had gotten this really bad rash on my legs mm. a couple of years ago, and I don't know what it was from. And they, they took like a biopsy and they didn't know what it was from. So he was just like, just start using African black soap and like start using like lotion and stuff. And I guess it was from a mixture of like nerves and like shingles or something. I don't know exactly what it was, but it went away. After I started yeah. using the African black soap, but I just started using it like on my face and my, you know, my, my giblets and I enjoy it. Giblets. <laughs> that sounds like something that sounds like a part of a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> chicken giblet. So, so you had chicken pox as a kid? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I had chicken pox like too old. Really? I, yeah. Like I had chicken pox at the age where like my parents just gave me the oatmeal to put in the bath and were yeah. like, go do this. <laughs> like, we're not going to bathe you. That's not a scar. Like right here on the side of my head, right by my eye from a chicken pox when I was a kid. Yeah. Chicken. I mean, it was fun. Like my, <laughs> I my don't remember it, it though. I mean, I remember having it, but I don't remember what it was like. I think I was like yeah. three or four when I got it. I shit you not. I was like, I think 11. When I got chicken pox. Really? Yeah, dude. I got it really late. And and my parents were finally just like, this is a thing that kids get to do. This is fun. And so yeah. it, it was kind of fun to you know, just take a bath and oatmeal. I guess that's something that every kid should be able to get to do once. Yeah, I don't remember doing all that. You don't remember your oatmeal bath? No. Has, so how I don't know how old-fashioned your parents are. But has this ever happened to you? My parents are practically Amish at this point. That's how old-fashioned okay. they are. Maybe this has happened to you then. Have you ever been stung by a bee or a wasp? Yep. And I know exactly okay. where you're going with this. Your dad took a pinch of snuff out of his mouth and rubbed it yep. on it. <laughs> I had, had this one story. I actually brought this up to my dad uh, not too long ago. I remember we used to... when um, There used to be just like neighborhood mechanics when i was a kid and we used to get, take our my dad used to take his cars to this guy named mr buddy when i was a kid <laughs> and um i remember we took the car there one time to have something done and i was just a little kid you know just playing like run, running around being you know just doing being doing kid stuff waiting for the car to get done my dad's over there talking to mr buddy and i got stung uh behind the ear by a, a wasp and I remember Mr. Buddy walked up and took some of the snuff out of his lip and put it right behind my ear. And I was just like, that's gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that was always like a normal thing. When I, for some reason, I don't know why my dad ever did this. I think just because his dad did it to him when he was a kid. But I was just like a kid running around, playing with my toys, in my tidy whities by the way. I, I wore nothing but tidy whities around the house until I was like 13 years old shit you not and and i wouldn't use a napkin either i'd just wipe my hands on my tidy whities they were like stained stained up tidy whities they they had like spaghetti stains on them (laughs) and gravy stains um so that was gross but i would be running around my hat my house and dad my dad would be like hey you want some worm dirt there's a worm in here you want to look for worms and like try to give me a pinch of snuff i'm like it smells gross. I don't want anything to do with this. But I'm wondering, like, did he want me to, like, take a pinch of it and it would be gross? And then me never want to do it? Like, what's... I, I pro- that's probably... That's how it used to work when we were kids. Like, when you got caught doing something you weren't supposed to be doing, like yeah. smoking a cigarette, your parents would make you smoke, like, a pack of cig- cigarettes so you'd never want them again. And I, I don't know if I ever got caught doing anything like that but i remember like some of my friends got caught smoking cigarettes and like their parents made them smoke like a whole pack yeah my my dad had to do that and my my dad is is built different like he's the definition of built different like he got caught smoking at like eight years old and they made him smoke the whole pack 
and he was not fucking phased by it. Like he was mad that his pack of cigarettes was gone. <laughs> like he he's been smoking reminds every me, fucking day of his life since he was eight years old. Reminds me of that Norm Macdonald joke where he's like, "So I got caught smoking a cigarette once with my my dad or something like that. So he made me smoke a whole thing of like a whole box of cigars, and that's when I started smoking cigars pretty heavy." <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, did you know that Norm McDonald's special dropped today? I didn't know it was today. I saw that it, yeah. he had recorded one. Yeah, it's uh, it's recorded in one take at a desk. Wow! And it's it's inter it's intercut with like interviews of people who knew Norm and stuff like that. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I've been running around all day, but that's that's a must watch tonight. Probably as soon as we wrap, I'm gonna yeah. go watch it. Because <laughs> well, uh, let me tell you, we're getting close to uh, wrap up time here. So yeah. Yeah, we can wrap up. I was just I was just gonna shit on Ricky Gervais real quick. Ricky Ricky Gervais's new special is dog shit. I, I don't know it. if you've seen it or not. Mm-mm. But it's it's literally just an hour of Ricky Gervais being like, everybody's too woke. Why is everybody so woke? And like not making really any good jokes about it. Yeah, I think we're gonna it, start getting a whole glut of that here pretty soon. Like, it's definitely the special of, like, a mid-50s old rich white dude. Yeah. <laughs> but, I'm, I'm yeah. close to that. <laughs> yeah. You're not rich, though. I think that yeah. has a lot to do with it. Yeah, probably. But, yeah, uh, that, that, that special was, was dog shit. I just wanted to say that. I don't have anything to... Uh, I haven't watched anything comedy-related lately, so I don't have anything to talk about or shit on as far as comedy specials go. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that. I, I haven't had a chance to watch Cat Williams' special yet. Um, I, I watched, like, a clip of it where he's talking about the chicken wings shortage. He's like, how is there a chicken wing shortage when every chicken has two wings and two thighs? <laughs> They're lying to us. <laughs> but it doesn't work like that. Like, people want more wings than thighs. Like, you only get chicken thighs in a bucket of chicken, and chicken wings are like a delicacy all across the United States. Yeah. So if if it's all, like, dumb, weird political shit like that, I'm not going to like it. That's why I, I, I just refuse to do, like, political-type humor. Like, I just want to stay away from it, because it, it's not going to hold up <laughs> at all. It's, it's, not, it's not a way to be, like... I've always said that, like, if you make a political joke, you cut your audience in half instantly. Yeah. Like, like the most political joke I've written lately was a joke about the war in Ukraine. And but the premise in the, of the joke is basically everyone being like, you need to come help support Ukraine. What the fuck am I going to do about it? Our yeah. president's not doing anything. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Yeah. Do you want me to just parachute into Ukraine? Because I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, no. you do something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're yeah, we're getting up to the end of the episode. Is there anything uh, you need to throw out there before we leave for this week? Man, so before y'all see us uh, next week, uh, we're going we're going to have Raylan Nelson on next week. By the way, of the Raylan Nelson band. And if she sounds familiar, that's because she is Willie Nelson's granddaughter. Nice. So that's going to be a very fun interview. Uh, But before that episode, I will be competing for Team Drunk and Stone versus Drunk versus Sober at the Juke Joint in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, uh, this Friday. So Friday, June 3rd, 2022. Tickets are still available. And you can actually uh, go check out our new website to see that comedy show see all of the stuff that we have coming up i'm gonna put the schedule for the entire month exclusively on our website so if you want to see our guests for the whole month go check it out on our website if you want to see when we're going to record our patreon stuff go check it out there if you want to see when me and jason have stand-up shows or whatever the fuck go check it out on our website i know it's a little difficult to get to right now but once we have some Patreon money come in again, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get that domain. Yeah, we'll so get a do- domain it. name for it. I may switch openmikers.com to that and make the Patreon something else. So yeah. we'll we'll have to figure that out uh, in the next week or so. And uh, so yeah, 
and I don't have anything coming up because I don't have anything booked and I've been taking time off because I just am burnt out and need it. So I'll be back to you know booking shows soon. So we'll put all that up on the website as soon as all that gets done. So is that going to be everything for this week? Is that it? That's it, baby. All right. Let me play our music here. If you want to uh, get a hold of us, you can email us at openmikerspodcast at gmail.com. Openmikers.com takes you straight to the Patreon where you can uh, give us some money every single month if you like the show. And we'll uh, we'll keep the lights on here at the show. And uh, at Openmikers on Twitter and Instagram. And that's going to do it for this week. So we will see you guys next week.